It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Good evening, Umar. Hi, mate. Sorry, are you doing the introductions today? Go on. What am I doing? What, what, what? That I've just been out paddleboarding on the sea and beat the storms. Um, oh, oh, go on. Yeah. A little bit of a tequila evening tonight. Just interviewed Jake Paul with a couple of people. He's a fascinating character, you know. Jake, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know he is. Yeah, yeah. He was slagging off KSI and, and, and all the other kind of YouTubers that, that fight. And I do really think he's starting to sound like a purist, you know, that he actually really wants to do it. Look, do we not think he did all right against Tommy Fury? Yeah, he did okay, yeah. He's a limited boxer, but... God, he's got so much ambition. Fighting Nate Diaz, he's going to have to be the heel because Diaz is so popular. I mean, I've known Nick and Nate for probably about 12 years. And they have got a kind of under, what would you call it, kind of like a subversive group in America that absolutely love them. And they've always stayed true to what they are. People will knock me for this, but in a way like Tyson Fury is, although he's not sailing high at the moment, you're going to ask me about him tonight, I know, but um, you've got weird boxing's in a weird place at the moment. I'm in a weird place. All right, let me just uh, say this video is uh, proudly sponsored by Everlast before they get annoyed because I didn't manage to sneak that in at the start, but there we are. Um, all right, we'll come on to what you were just referring there about boxing being a weird place, but weird place. But let's just talk about the weekend. Uh, would you say that was the best? British performance against Canelo Alvarez from John Ryder that we've seen? Oh, no, it was incredibly valiant. I mean, he, he must have been struggling to breathe. Guadalajara is at altitude for a start. Nothing wrong with rolling your R's when you can. Um, look, he, John was incredibly brave. He's a very, very strong man, and he showed that in the fight. Canelo seemed very slowed by him. John wasn't overawed by him in any way. 
it was a really tedious 12 rounds. I mean, I got up early in the morning to watch it. I watched it live. I thought they were both terrific. Um, he wasn't going to stop John. There's no way John went there to to succumb to Canelo at home in his homecoming. And I think Canelo realized that when he put him down a couple of times, he wasn't going to finish this guy. I think John won maybe three rounds, maybe four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but having John solid, you know, if you've met John, he's a very solid character. Um, he's, he's not known as the gorilla for no reason. And, you know, you look to them physically, they're very similar. Same thighs, calves, arms, physique, neck. Um, and John has proven very strong at 12 stone, 168 pounds. And I thought he did a great performance. It was a great performance from him. Um, he just didn't have another gear to force Canelo to the wire. Um, but to be able to carry on going, spitting out blood as he was, very dangerous for a man, you know, um, or a woman to be spitting out blood, that amount of blood between rounds as well. You could see him spitting into the bucket. You know, Tony Sims, his trainer, knows him really well, but I thought John, John was amazing. But Canelo's an amazing fighter as well, and I think I watched the highlights before that of the Canelo, Billy Joe Saunders fight, where Canelo had a lot of spike towards Billy Joe Saunders. Um, he didn't have the same kind of spike. And I think if you wind Canelo up, he's a better fighter. And John did very well. He just kept very calm, very quiet, kept to himself as he is. And as I say, put up a terrific performance. And rightly, maybe his stock rose. Mm. And he called out Gennady Golovkin afterwards, didn't he? Yeah. You know? John's yes. looking at money. He's looking at the end of his career. Um, he took the confidence of that performance against Daniel Jacobs and the performance against Callum Smith with him. Um, I thought he did very well. It was an entertaining but really laborious fight. Vicious fight in lots of ways, you know. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, John said it himself. He wonders whether... Canelo is now on the slide. John said it, didn't he? Yeah, he did. You know? What do you think about, you know, for John, uh, a fight with Golovkin, maybe a Billy Joe Saunders rematch as well? Love to see him fight Billy Joe. That'd be a great fight to get Billy Joe back on weight. 12-stone fight. Big fight in the UK. No question about it. Love to see Billy back for one or two more fights. I don't think he's going to fight... Chris Eubank Jr., that's, you know, that's the end of the year if it happens. Billy will have been out for a couple of years by then, won't he? Um, it's two years now, isn't it, nearly? What, since Billy's been out the ring? Yeah, May 2021. Yeah, yeah. so it's two years now. It's two and a half years. It's a long time out. Um, that's a good fight for him. I think it's a good fight in the UK. Don't know if Golovkin wants to fight Ryder. I think it'd have to be here. But I'm sure Eddie Hearn could tempt him over here. Um, do it at the O2 Arena. That yeah. would sell out for that, I think. Um, but uh, John John comes back with his head held high, no question about it. And it was great to see out there, by the way, even though I think he gave me a bit of flack in his interview with Radio Raheem. I thought Conor Ben 
Conor Ben gave a phenomenal interview to to Raheem. He, um, he did, he he did say something about you, yeah. He yeah, did. It was bollocks. It was absolute bollocks that he was talking. Absolute bollocks, I'm afraid. Absolute bollocks. And that'll probably be your headline for this interview. But listen, I sent Conor messages and Tony messages when he was out. Um, sent them information that I'd been sent by people who are sports scientists. Um, never called a kid a cheat once, you know, so I don't know. I'm glad to see Connor is doing the right thing. That's all I can say about it. Just to clarify, for people who haven't seen that interview, might be wondering what you're talking about. Um, just tell the people, the viewers, what Connor said about that incident where he slapped the TalkSport mic. He was talking about that. What did he say about that incident? Well, he'd said that, let me recall this correctly. He'd said that certain people in the media, um, well, certainly it, referring to me, they didn't mention me by name, but it was clear who it was. He was talking about slapping the microphone. That I'd said one thing in the interview and then another thing to him, but that's not true. I mean, he, he seemed to be alluding to the fact that I was only doing what the radio station had told me to do, which is absolute nonsense. I've got my own mind on this, which is um, that I really like Connor, always have done, but I needed to clear his name and I'm glad he's clearing his name. I'm glad he's going through this process now with UCAD. But I wasn't, I'm not on an agenda that Talk Sports have got against Connor. I've got my own agenda, which is wanting him to see the process through. Didn't want him to fight in Abu Dhabi without clearing his name. Because. So, so at the O2, the incident that he's talking about um, on, on camera to seconds out, he said that you approached him off camera first and said something. Did you say anything to him, Gareth? No, I walked past. Well, I gave, I, he didn't want to do the interview and I commented on radio live, called it the arrogance of youth that he didn't want to speak. I didn't have any problem with him not wanting to speak. But then we spoke off camera, it wasn't recorded. And he said, I thought you were my friend. I am his friend, but that's, I am his friend because I want, I want the case to be heard. That's being someone's friend, going through the due diligence. You know, um, I've never once called him a cheat. I don't believe he is a cheat, but this stuff tested up in his system. Um, I'm not into all this he said, she said shit anyway, you know? Um, I think he's a wonderful young man. Whatever he's gone through, I feel very sorry about. And he had said to me off camera, you don't know what I've gone through. I can imagine what he's gone through, you know? But I cannot just say, I believe you that it's not your fault it's in your system because I'm doing I'm doing my job, which is talking about someone having clomiphene in their system and needing to have a hearing to to see it through. End of. You know, I'm I have nothing against Conor Ben. Um and I haven't been duplicitous, which is what I think he's trying to say. Absolute nonsense. Okay. We saw uh, in the UK Joshua Boatsy make his return uh, live on Sky Sports. I think he'll admit in his own words, um, has has been much talked about on social media, a flat performance from Joshua Boatsy. Uh, yeah, went, uh, went the distance worked, yeah. with Stepien. Um, thoughts on his display? Well, I agree with him, five out of 10. 
very disappointed, underwhelmed. I really rate Joshua Bwatsi. Last week for Boxing News in their panel, panel of four people, I said I think he beats Anthony Yard on points. Now, styles make fights, and I think Pavel Stepien realised early on in that fight that he was a level below, if not a couple of levels below, Joshua Bwatsi and was a little bit overawed by Joshua. But I tell you what disappointed me, and it wasn't brought up in the commentary, and I am not criticising anyone again. No head movement, no feints. Go back and watch it. No feints. Yes, good footwork. I really rate Joshua Bwatsi, but I want to see feints. I want to see him open a guy up. I want to see him destroy someone. Pavel Stepien came with a great record. He had very dangerous hooks that he throws. Joshua Boatsi nullified him in lots of ways, but he didn't do the killer instinct stuff on him. He had been out of the ring a year as well, which is a viable kind of excuse, if you like, for a, a bit of ring rust. But there was something disappointing in the performance. And I don't want to knock on Joshua there. Go on. No, I was just going to say, with with Virgil Hunter fighters, especially with Andre Ward, who springs to mind, he doesn't really um, he doesn't really want his fighters to he's have cautious. that killer instinct. He's yeah, cautious. he's a cautious trainer. Yeah. So yeah. maybe that's what we're going to get from Boatsy now. No? It is what it is. Look. I want to see Joshua Boatsy. He was great against Craig Richards. He showed his level, how clever he is, how tough he is. And Craig is a, he's called the spider for a reason. He's got a massive wingspan. He's a, he's a, I think he's just there at world class. It wouldn't surprise me if he won a world title, if he sticks it long enough. Um, I just think Joshua Boatsy and Anthony Yard Yard drawing him into a war would just be a spectacular fight. Do you disagree with me? It would be a spectacular fight. Has your opinion about Yard Boatsy changed since the weekend or not? Yeah, a little bit. It's a closer fight. I gave Boatsy just nicking it on points after they go into the trenches. Boatsy is going to be drawn into a war against Anthony Yard. It's a war 50-50 now. Sorry, just cut for a bit, but we heard your you audio. You think it's a 50-50 fight now? Have you not paid your Wi-Fi bill this month? I'm here, Umar. Uh, I haven't put the 50 pp into the meter, no. Um, did you get that? I think it's going to be a classic. It's a 50-50. It's yeah. a great fight. Yeah. Do you I'll not agree? What, Yard Boatsy is a very good fight. Yeah, definitely. I think that's, yeah, yeah, very good fight. Um, let's talk about the heavyweight division. Uh, Joe Joyce has activated his rematch clause uh, for the fight with Zhang Jilai. Um, surprised, not surprised by their decision? A little call from Adam Morley last night. I missed it. I was on. Uh, I was on a Monday day off. Yeah, I'm pleased they have. I'm really pleased they have. Obviously, maybe it's Gopas Zhili Zhang against Tyson Fury that top rank were saying was being talked about. But I'm glad Joe's having that that rematch. 
Um, and who's Tyson Fury going to fight now? <laughs> Is it going to be Andy Ruiz? Well, you'd think so. I think Ruiz and Jang were the two front runners. So you'd hope so. Un- unless, unless, uh, unless Fury's team want to, if they really want the Jang fight, they can pay step aside money to Joe. Yeah, that's possible. We'll see this play out in the next fortnight. Um, Joe is going to need... I've spent a little bit of time with Joe. I've got the Joe, uh, George Foreman premiere with him the other day. He's disappointed, but he's dealing with it, as he does. He's very mentally strong, I think. Um, but I'm happy to see either of those fights. But I just want the, the heavyweight division sewn up for the next couple of months, because I think it's been a very frustrating, very disappointing time. That's why I say boxing's in a weird space at the moment, you know? Um, you know, the, the the misfits are doing big numbers. Jake Paul and and uh, and, and Nate Diaz will do big numbers. Um, we just need to get boxing back on track. And the heavyweight division is very, very important to that um, discursive direction that it's going to take because there's all this talk about Saudi Arabia later in the year but there's a summer to get through yet Alexander Usyk cannot not fight Daniel Dubois in my view and then just you know get Dubois to take a step aside and not fight for 16 months and then fight for the undisputed title it doesn't make sense um but I've said it before to you money ego timing and and that's where we're at with it. That's why all the great women's fights get made at the moment. Because they're not talking about tens of millions. They're talking about approaching a million bucks for a fight, you know. Um, next weekend, we got a great one. Week after week, Saturday, got a great fight in Dublin with uh, Katie Taylor and uh, Chantel Cameron. Um, speaking to Katie with the group tomorrow. Um, it's a great fight. Great fight. Okay, I think that's everything covered. Anything else you want to add? Um, Andy Cruz, big signing for Matra. Oh, that's. Do you know what? I know that Keyshawn Davis joins the the big five in the lightweight division. You know, Javonta Davis, Ryan Garcia, Devin Haney, Vasil Lomachenko, Shakur Stevenson, Keyshawn Davis, and Andy Cruz. I mean, if those two can. Go quickly. I think Keyshawn's eight to know with six knockouts. Andy Cruz can move quickly. That is an incredible division with that that half dozen fighters. It could be the division of this era, and it could be the division that usurps the heavyweight division if they don't get these fights made. Andy Cruz is an amazing fighter. What is he? Three-time yeah, amateur please. gold medalist. Yeah, amateur world champion. Olympic gold medalist beats um, Keyshawn Davis in the final. One of Cuba's finest. How he transitions to the pro ranks is going to be amazing. And well done, Eddie Hearn, signing him. You know, you've got to applaud Eddie Hearn. Big, big, big orange tick for that one. Big blue tick. Big gold tick for him. Well done, Eddie. All right, Gareth, thank you very much for your time. And uh, we should definitely speak soon. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday evening. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.